0: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Psalm 89, verse 14. It's kind of a a wow verse to me. Uh, And as a consequence of that, I had taken this uh, picture of the north face of the Eiger, one of the most famous and most difficult mountains in the world. It's in Switzerland. And uh, it's enshrouded to a certain extent with clouds, but you can clearly see this gigantic um, broken face that is almost um, uh, straight up. And it wasn't climbed until 1938. Uh, and many, many have not, uh, have not succeeded in it. But it's, a, it's an awesome thing. And I think the verse kind of reminds me that if we define righteousness and justice from a worldly point of view, we are way off the trail, way off the mark, uh, because if anything, we're kind of a shadow uh, of the righteousness and justice that is from God. And I write, this kingdom will be built, this kingdom, God's kingdom will be built with the pillars of righteousness and justice, and the king will be blessed forever. Those of the kingdom will show steadfast love and faithfulness for their Lord, who will, quote, ride out victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness.
1: Yeah, the psalmist is um, really setting up in these declarations very foundational characteristics of God, that his righteousness and justice are swallowed up in his steadfast love and his faithfulness, uh, this common pair that we've been seeing in the Psalms over and over, and uh, it's somewhat of a doxology statement. You know, the Apostle Paul, he's moving along, talking about salvation elements, and all of a sudden breaks into uh, these declarations, now to him who is able, and uh, these reflections of blessing and praise. And the psalmist is going to follow this verse by declaring, blessed are the people who know the festal shout, which is what he's making here, uh, that their life is bent on worship and drawing unto God's righteousness, not a lower standard that's found in this earth. So uh, this is going to
0: sound pretty unknowledgeable on my part. Uh, I know what doxologies are, but I don't know how to define them.
1: Um, Yeah, doxology comes uh, from the Greek word doxa, which is just to worship and and to give praise. And so these are spontaneous declarations. So um, we uh, often sing doxologies. Uh, Churches will sing at the end of their service um, uh, something of bless the Lord and something of his face shining on you. Uh, Sometimes a call to worship will be a doxology where we highlight an aspect of who God is. And these are just kind of spontaneous or prepared declarations that point to the glory of the Lord. So Chuck, quoting from uh,
0: Romans 1136, here's a doxology. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen.